a dark here. Just to let you know that today's episode includes one or two swear words. So if you're listening with smallies, might be good to cover their ears or listen later when they're not around. Headstuff Studios in Dublin. Welcome to Motherfuck Lore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I'm Dark O'Shea. And I'm currently fanboying a little, but uh, I'm Padre O'Quaivonic. Hey, Kapadre, how are you getting on? Yeah, great, absolutely fantastic. What a brilliant episode we have lined up. Isn't just, Headstuff has so many great shows. And I think one of the, without, without playing favourites and being a bad dad, one of the ones that mean, is especially meaningful to Personality me. Personality bingo with Tom Warren. <laughs> one of the, without being... Uh, Double love, the Sweet Valley podcast. Without getting into a... In the so- shower with Taz and Marcus? Sophie's Joy situation? No. <laughs> the one that was first on that I find is just wonderful is Juvenalia. Ah, uh, listen, Juvenalia is my favourite Headstuff podcast. And I, and I mean that. I'm looking you dead in the eye. And saying your podcast compared to Juvenalia is garbage. You'd spit it out. You'd scrape your <laughs> tongue after spitting it out. The, it comes. It tastes better as vomit afterwards than taking it in. You hate I, I love Juvenalia. Now listen, I love your podcast. Love your work, Derek. Love your work. But Juvenalia is a really special podcast. It's wonderful. It's on my bucket list to be on Juvenalia. I know this isn't really me being on Juvenalia, <laughs> but it absolutely counts. I'm ticking it off the list. I am. It's funny. It's funny you mention all these things, Patter, because we're joined today with two of the Juvenalia team, Alan Tannum and Alan McGuire. Hello. Hello. He's going. Keep keep doing that. Yeah. That was nice. We can do as much as that if you want. For those of you who haven't heard Juvenile yet, it's kind of like a Millennium Desert Island Discs where Alan, Alan and Sarah, when she's available as well, invite on a different interesting person each week and they talk about a piece of pop culture that was very important to them when they were growing up. And they use that as a basis to for the conversation to drift very naturally, very organically into other topics that are very interesting to them political points, social points, uh, issues and that touched on to the interesting things they do. You, you, don't, don't be modest, though. yours was a pretty good episode. Terminator 2, wasn't it? It was indeed. I spoke about Terminator 2 because the Terminator is a West Brit. <laughs> I've never seen Terminator. Any oh. of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, you should. They're good. The big we also talked a lot about um, up, up translation point, on that one as well. Good. That's right. The fact that the two different Terminator robots in that, um, the way they use language is different and it reflects on how language is learned and how that is a part of the process of becoming human. However, the Westbred aspect comes down to the fact that the relationship between the John Connor and the Terminator didn't didn't lead to a greater understanding of machines. The machines still had to die in the end to save the humans. Oh my God, Derek. <laughs> I can't believe we just went full ra. You never <laughs> full ra. <laughs> you don't go full ra. No, I know. Well... Uh, as we all know, one of the greatest double meanings in Irish and is um, that Ra means the United Kingdom. <laughs> there we go. I, did, I, I that's new to me. Richt Eintaha. Ah, okay. Yeah, R.A. So yeah, take put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm going to take in as much info as I can on this episode and just yeah. learn a load of stuff. <laughs> so, Oh, we're good at useless stuff. Yeah. Oh, we're good at useless trivia. Yeah. One, I uh, love, it's not useless if it's interesting. No. I think. I mean, it's not going to like fucking get. Oh, I have to stop swearing. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'll You're grand. You're grand. Okay. We, you don't have to stop swearing. Yeah, we we bleep. Wanna... Dara does a nice little warning for all the. Apparently, apparently four year old kids listen to the Irish Four podcasts, motherfucker. Lord, because, Hi. <laughs> I don't know, because he puts a warning like, hey, listen, if you okay, have any smallies listening in. In fairness, a father did write in to me explaining that his son, who was maybe 11 or 12, was struggling with Irish in school, but when they were going on drives together, they'd have the podcast on. He's really so enjoying cute. it. Oh. But then, then he said, Daddy, what's a fuckboy? 
Oh. oh. <laughs> Look yeah. in the mirror, son. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, your son's probably lovely. We had great crack yeah. actually trying to come up with an Irish translation for a fuckboy. And I ran a poll. and But the, I think the most popular option, and there were a few, was fuck fuck. Yeah. Fuck fuck. Fuck fuck. Cut on. But then, anywho, but one of the main reasons I, well, I've a lot of people who've been interested in the Irish for and the motherfucker podcast and the book, they found that maybe finding some of these interesting words like fuck fuck mm. has given them maybe a taste of wanting to go a little bit further. And one of the ways they've done that is by downloading Duolingo into their phones and using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time, I've been trying to maybe get some people, maybe from the Head Stuff Broad Network or people who I would be interesting to talk to to both download Duolingo and to tell me about their experiences of it. And Alan and Alan happily agreed to my crazy social experiment. Delighted to. Yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Looking for an excuse, basically, since I started yeah. following the Irish for. Oh, yes, I mean, like, really, I should definitely really get back into this. <laughs> yeah. reignited my love for Irish. Um, like, in the how many years has it been going now? I started in 2015. That's wild. Mm. Yeah, no, I remember it was so exciting. And I, it just makes me happy. It's one of my favourite accounts. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Do you find with the polls that if they you get annoyed at the ones people pick sometimes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> You're like, wrong. Because sometimes, like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, you put a little bit of effort into one of them mm-hmm. you think that this is a fairly obscure joke. No one's going to get it. And it's it's great sometimes when somebody says, I got that. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Particularly with Star Breen. <laughs> no one's going to get that but I get it and I was like oh my god <laughs> but uh, so yeah particularly I think that um, some of the ones like I was coming up with an Irish word for spice bag and I think people did just go with Mollus Bussery which is um, you know, a spice bag a spice yeah. bag and I think I had come up with Bia Ahaclea that's so good. I think I think you can be too clever. That's the problem. Like you I, know, I think it sails over people's heads sometimes because yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's a spice bag. Whereas <laughs> you're just there with this like magical translation, and they're like, no. Well, that's the thing. Like, people always com- like complain that like, oh, Irish just keeps on like literally translating English words into Irish for new words, mm-hmm. and then you give them an option of something clever and different. They're like, like no, no, I'll take the we want the one that literally means spice bag. One, yeah. yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people who 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 go to that fallback say our Irish keeps translating like English words into Irish. Don't know where these English words come from. They think mm-hmm. all these words. I genuinely had somebody say to me on Twitter, "Irish is a stupid language. You don't even have a word for latte." <laughs> Stop the lies. Stop stealing English words like the, pizza and cappuccino. Yeah, the, the pain <laughs> and brain, and like all those. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, that's the thing because even even just this very morning, people said, "Look, oh, can Irish not come up with some slightly better words?" And I think that if you take a word like koala, which is which is koala in Irish, C O father, A father, L A, you got two fathers in a row. That's gorgeous. Yeah. But if if you said, "No, we're going to go clever. We're going to say giant Australian tailless squirrel." And then someone says that, like, well, no one knows what you mean, particularly, no. I mean, if there has to, it has to refer to something, particularly if, I'd say if we were invaded by like uh, 10,000 koalas. Yeah. And then it would take too long to say. It would sort of, yeah. We might eventually start, if they were, if they were such an unavoidable <laughs> part of Irish life, we would come up with new words. If, if effectively the Irish economy collapsed because our agriculture sector was destroyed by koalas, by koalas. roaming the bogs and <laughs> yeah. but like, eating I, I, all the turf. Eating all the turf. By the time you manage to scream out, ah, Erebel more Australach Ere or Erebel Ere War Australach, or I don't know what order the words, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Koalas have got you. Sheer it's volume. Poor strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they haven't got the eucalyptus to calm them down, they get vicious. Yeah. yeah. I guess Quals because are it's... mental. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. bananas animals. Once uh, a friend of mine was in Australia. A lot of them have chlamydia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
a friend of mine. What a way to get it. Like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't have an STI. I was attacked by 10,000 koalas. <laughs> Wink. A, ma- a mate of mine was in the year out in Australia. And he and one day he went to this uh, part of the, I guess, a part of Australia where there was koalas. And they could hold them. And, and he was holding the koalas. And the, the guy who gave me the koala said, just be careful with that koala, mate. And he was holding him. And the koala, the koala's are slid into his finger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. And then the koala smiled at him. <laughs> That's quite coercive. I mean, like, wouldn't you part. smile? <laughs> I wouldn't know where to look. Yeah. No. Very uncomfortable. But I don't think Irish everyone. has like a responsibility to come up with words for things that aren't like naturally found in Ireland. Like all mm. natural Irish mammals and stuff, we have unique yeah, words yeah, for all yeah. of those. But yeah. a is a thing that doesn't live here. No. So you take yeah. the word that it's called where it is. Yeah. Same way we yeah. didn't invent fajitas, so we just call them fajitas. Exactly. I don't know if there's an Irish for fajitas, but. Uh, not, for, not for fajitas, um, but we do have an Irish for burrito. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is oceline. Because burrito, <gasps> little donkey, bur- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's so cute. Burrito is is the diminutive of burro, yeah. which mm. is donkey. Mm. So so Asselvjog or Asseline. So that's so lovely. That's, that's nice. such a nice um, like a nod to the original. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah we should start skipping English entirely and just start translating stuff from the lat- what the English means back in Latin and Greek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. skip that's, English. To be honest, that's how skip you do. English. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you do a lot of the the translations. Mm-hmm. You just go right back to the the basic. What are the morphemes that make up this word? Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? And how do we transliterate those into Irish? And and there we go. Like, I used to hate words like uspidale and and you know um, uspidale and telephone. Yeah, and, and things like that, and I thought, oh, but we've got such wonderful words. We have Oherlin and we have we have we have uh, Gohan, mm-hmm. and then I realised that actually those words are actually quite anti-intellectual, because Uspidale is taking the root word, not yes. not the English word mm-hmm. hospital, but the the root word where it comes from, and and likewise with telephone, tele mm-hmm. meaning far and mm-hmm. phone meaning. Uh, Voice, I think, or sound. I yeah. think it is Phone, voice because, yeah. like, homophone and all those. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's so it's far voice te- telephone mm-hmm. and taking those and, and translating them. Whereas Orlin just means like building with patience in it, and yeah. Gohan means um, speaker box. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of anti intellectual. It's kind of like just we have the capacity to 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 have true faithful translations. Mm-hmm. So we should mm-hmm. stick with that. Sometimes you get back talk from people who say, "Oh, just giving it a, a Gaelic-y kind of uh, spelling is just like is a cop out." But if you take a word like chimpanzee, I know this says a few times. If you had you just spell it as you do in English with ch, then you can't shavu it in Irish. Yeah, and you can't use it in Irish sentence. So sticking in an s with with, with that sound. And it means that when you're talking about two chimpanzees, we have bird chimpanzee or mohimpanzee, uh, then you're actually able to uh, do that. Would you agree? I would. Yeah, mohimpanzee. Mohimpanzee. Yeah, it's a dream to one day be able to use that sentence. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to own any chimpanzee. They're very close to us genetically, and I would feel like adopt one. What? I had to adopt one. Adopt one, like I didn't get a letter and a certificate in the post and be like, this is Barry, your chimp. From the chimp, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Barry writes Dear your Alan, letters. You're not yeah. my real dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose, like, do you think as well, not to bring up colonialism, but um, I'm going to bring it up. Yes. Uh, what do you think that if the English hadn't, you know, done what they did and sort of changed the path of Irish in this country, would there be more words that don't sound like English. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. you know the way there's a, there's a certain point where a lot of Irish words are kind of, there was a point where it stopped, if you get me, because of, it, like, there wasn't as much of an evolution. Do you think there would be, it would be different now? Would there be different words that wouldn't be as 
I actually, to English. I actually think it would be the other way around. I really? think there would be far more words that would sound a lot like English yeah. because Irish would have developed full steam ahead. It would have ploughed on full steam ahead. Mm. So you look at all these words in English and there are words in Flemish and words in Dutch and words in French and words yeah. in German that are a little bit like them because they all come from the same roots. <clears throat> Whereas what we had instead is we had a complete break. The penal laws, Irish language not allowed to be spoken. It was mm. spoken in secret. And then when it was revived by Conor Naguilga from the 1870s, 1880s on, what they did was they pedestalized the language of the farmers and the fishermen. So like there was an Irish language dictionary in the 12th century that had the concept of magnet in it like it was so wow. it was it was a language of science it was mm. a language of the arts it was a language of literature and then we sort of we we die, we regressed almost uh, linguistically as a nation yeah. and when uh, Douglas Tahita Douglas Hyde and Conor Nguelga were trying to reinvigorate the Irish language they went out to the last pockets where it was still spoken and they were which all were, rural areas they were all dirt yeah. poor farmers like mm-hmm. you know what I mean because that's that's the bit that the Brits left us yeah, you know, yeah there would have been complicated legal concepts in old Irish like things like acnes and that you know there's there's things that are they're legal but permissible to stop a different crime is that like Brehan laws and stuff? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. yeah. And so that, like, and those things weren't the parts that revived. And what I try to think is in the 1830s, there would have been more Irish speakers than Swedish speakers. But you think about how Swedish has evolved since then, how Irish has evolved mm. since then. That I mean, makes me sad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also think that the way it's evolving now, considering all the adversity that it's encountered, I think that's, it's pretty cool. And I think that you guys are doing something to yeah, you're make, kind of to be a part of, of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, like, there's definitely a boom. You can kind of yeah. do it like, switch, but like it's lovely. YouTube, like pop up Gaelga and yeah. uh, the Irish Forum in particular, like are the center of something new. I it's think. like it's it's great to see it happen. It really is. It's fantastic. I'd say you're just like it it's class. Like, it's mm-hmm. not not to take credit for anything. No, just like, in general. I, mean? I think in general, <laughs> what Derek's doing, um, even what I'm doing with pop up Gaelga and like that, what we kind of is we saw a room full of petrol and we just fucked a few lit matches mm-hmm. in like it's not like mm-hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> we didn't we didn't spill the petrol like it was there like and mm-hmm. I don't think we're just reflective of a zeitgeist that's 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 there uh, and I think it is amazing to be part of it's absolutely fantastic I think it's I think the the, the it has benefited the 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 interest and the I think the affection that a lot of people have had for Irish even people who particularly people who maybe those that that the soft group of people who, who didn't feel that their own Irish is great, but they want it to be better. That community is never addressed. When there's a debate on the radio, it never includes someone from that group. It mm-hmm. only includes somebody, someone who has very strong views either yeah. way. And you never really get articles, opinion pieces in the paper from someone who thinks, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd like to be better. I'm getting yeah. there. I've got a long way to go. I don't know where I belong. And that's the way advocacy, and particularly the way um, my dad used to have an expression about, and it's gotten so much worse since he's passed away. He used to give out about debates in the news. He said, it's like having mm-hmm. a cockfight and calling it a seminar on poultry behavior. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. That's dead. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I think it's, with anything if you're introducing someone to any kind of new concept if you are just welcoming and warm which I think you guys are it um makes people feel less intimidated and less scared of putting a foot wrong and and just trying to see if it works for them as opposed to being like so these are all the rules this is all the stuff that you can't get wrong and you can't fuck Mm -hmm. up you know yeah this is why it it I know you don't do this, but in Papua Guelta, we just use alcohol for that. Like, so that, like, just yeah, have a load class. of pints yeah. and then mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. care if you're mm-hmm. wrong. Oh, I, I, I don't care if you're wrong. Yeah. I've just never like cared you're if there you're there and you're trying. You like, might care if yeah. you're wrong. You won't after a few pints. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm usually a little drunk when I'm tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> like at eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> at 11, you sent one at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just slightly soused. <laughs> it's 5 p.m. Yeah. somewhere, fuckers. <laughs> hey. But it, it's not really 11 a.m. if you've been up for two days. <laughs> That's true, actually. A rollover time stops existing. Mm-hmm, completely. That's beautiful. So let's get back to dueling on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so first of all, maybe before we get stuck into that, you might give us a brief account of your own experience of Irish in your lives from inside and outside school. Mm-hmm. Um, outside school didn't really, like, there was, a, there was a family on my road that all speak Irish to each other and I thought that was cool I'd sometimes go over to their house because my sister used to play with them and like I'd pick her up and they'd all be speaking Irish and I would be kind of jealous and then in primary school I always liked Irish I always liked languages but it was kind of just like another subject it wasn't like my favourite thing or anything and I did German in primary school I joined like an after school German club mm-hmm. loved German and I feel like German and Irish sort of have some similarities I don't know if that's me just thinking that or if there's actually like something to back that up and then in secondary school, it was just another subject for a while. I did honours the whole way through. Then in fifth year, had a really good teacher called Miss McCann, who had had for maths in second year. And it's the only maths I still remember. It's the stuff that she taught me, like that I would be able to do now. Um, and she made me really kind of develop a love for the language um, and for how it sounds and what it means to people. And because she was so into it, it rubbed off on me. And she was also very, like, authoritative. And I always wanted to make sure I did the work for her, mm-hmm. you know. And I did. I, I loved it. And then after school, uh, I had a bit of a weird time after I uh, <clears throat> I left school. And I was in a course and then I dropped out. So I was kind of, all the stuff I used to like, I didn't really like anything. So then languages kind of went with that. But I've slowly started to get back into it. Excellent. Mm. What about you? How about you, Al? Um... So I had a weird secondary school experience with Irish where in first and second year my teachers both went on maternity leave and the substitute teachers had no control over the class. We just didn't learn Irish really in first and second year. And then so you kind of you're kind of starting from scratch then in third year, which was horrible. And like I did a an Irish two week Irish course, a summer course in sec after second year. But all I remember from that is that Lord Brad brought a look means a sultry day. That's literally all I can remember from it. Um <laughs> And like that's so useful though. I mean, so I use useful. it. It's a lowbrow brawl look right now. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a nice, like flurry expression. Um, like, but I didn't even know there was a Gale skull in Waterford until I was in transition year. It was just on the other side of the town, and just like I guess if your parents don't, if that's not a priority for them, yeah, yeah, you just you put in that school, and then you're at not a disadvantage because most people aren't in a school, but mm. there is like a another level accessible it's a to, to people. Then, I think with teachers, yeah, yeah. yeah and then once you get to leave and start. They kind of assumed you're fluent if you're doing honours, yeah. which I wasn't. So then I dropped back to pass for like um, just after pre's and sixth year. Yeah, so pre's being the Waterford for mocks. It is. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know. I thought that was what everybody called them. No, no, They're no, just, no, the, no. The pre's. I've, I've, yeah. I've, all my family on my mother's side is from Waterford, so I remember mm. having this debate when I was eighteen and my cousins were eighteen. And I was mm. like, pre's. You doing your what? You doing your what? Pre's. <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's weird it's, Waterford. Ways. It's interesting, like the way you say that. Like they, they do, they do assume. That like, and and I say they. I mean the syllabus, the curriculum assumes mm-hmm. that you have a le- attained a level of fluency by the time you're finished primary school, and if you haven't gone to a Gael school, it's entirely unlikely mm-hmm. that you haven't. And it is a, a lottery when you're four years of age or three years of age. It's not your choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was lucky. Mm-hmm. My parents sent me to the nearest school geographically to my house. It happened to be a Gael school. Yeah, I was really lucky because there's no way I would have been fluent unless I had that opportunity to speak and converse it every day. Mm-hmm. And I remember like because. 
this idea of oh, the way it's taught. We have to talk about the way it's taught. We have to like it's a little bit of a bet noir on mm-hmm. mother folklore, and we use it as a sort of an in joke and a gag. Mm-hmm. Oh, the way it's taught. It's like the excuse that's thrown out there. But we absolutely fundamentally do have to have a chat about how Irish is taught as a nation. We have to look at how Irish is taught, but not at junior cert, not at leaving cert. Mm-hmm. Primary school. Yeah, primary, primary school. school. And I remember going on, on, was on, I was on radio, RT2FM, with uh, Clean and Ikeson, who was Afric in the television show. Oh my God, name. I loved Afric. Yeah, she's so I she's loved so that cool. show. She's so cool. She's Is she? She's so cool. Oh, yay. She's a teacher now. Right. And she was just oh. saying, I know. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I just loved Africa. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, Imagine if you were like just watching Africa for the first time and you were a kid and you're yeah. the, an African. And then you went into school the next day and she was your teacher. Amazing. <laughs> she is, she, look, she's so lovely and she's so sound, but she was just saying, like, we don't do enough auditing, quality control, call it what you want, on primary school teachers. Mm-hmm. Primary school teachers are supposed to be, they're really supposed to be delivering most of their lessons, Asquelia. They're supposed to be talking Irish tea every single day. And it's the foundation. Them, it's like, a, exactly. They, can, they start with that in like junior and senior infants, even before you start learning Irish formally, where they'll give you the Irish word for something instead of an English word. Yeah. Like Mola or. Um, Busker Booster or whatever and then they just kind of stop doing that they didn't then just once you start learning Irish for me they just start doing everything else in English and stop because I think learning like just being socialised bilingually is the, it's obviously the best way to do it, oh, and they they do that in ju- like junior infants, and they just stop. Once when you you're get, a like, child as well, your mind get Lu- is so plastic. Lula, was it Lulu? We roll. Oh, Lulu, we roll. Mickey Gusnelli. Exactly. Yeah, they can take over. You, man, if I They're ever, your socialization. If I then. ever get the call, if I ever get the call to do juvenilia, that could be my piece of pop culture. <laughs> okay, it absolutely could be. Yeah. Lulu, Mickey, Nelly, is we roll. They were class. There's not enough to talk about. <laughs> no. They were also color coded exactly like the microphones in the headstuff studio. They, they yeah. Were, yeah. Oh, cool. I got we roll. I don't I got even Nelly, know. I think. Uh, yeah, Mickey. What are was... you talking about? <laughs> well, obviously, so yeah. the Irish book for senior infants when we were like, so this is like eighty nine, ninety. This is okay. twenty time. years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. There was a monkey called Mickey. Thirty years ago, a pig called Lulu. Yeah, yeah. an elephant called Nelly, and, and a fox called Rira. Yeah. Oh, cool. And they, they were the storytellers. They were at the Annenberry. You don't know what Annenberry are either. Peter they were English. No. Mine was Tara and Ben. Tara oh, and Ben. And their dog Sorry. Tara and Ben. Tara and Ben. Yeah. Why? Anne and Barry are good, solid Irish names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter and Jane were West Brits, but we knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Peter and Jane like ginger beer. Yeah, they do. Yeah, of yeah, course they, they do. do. Yeah. The hack of them. Condensed yeah. milk, is it? <laughs> I, I think now it's uh, it's a Bond Argyne and Isk. <laughs> oh, my actual Isk. Plune. Plune and Ossoline. <laughs> anyway. Back to Duolingo. Back to Duolingo. So, I mean, now did you find that a lot started coming back? Did you have a Proustian moment when you saw some of these words? Um, can you explain the Proustian reference? I am a Philistine. Oh, sorry. Just well, the, in, in remembrance of times past, um, Proust basically uh, bites into a biscuit that's been dipped in tea. And a Madeleine. A Madeleine, yes. Not a biscuit, a Madeleine. They're so freaking mm. good. Madeline, yeah, Madeline's are great, but yeah, <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm an awful Palestine. But the yeah, when he bites into a Madeline that's been dipped in tea, it reminds him of eating that when he's a child, and it brings back other other associated childhood yeah. memories that mm. all kind of they come back in a flood. There was a lot of that. I went. My mom was a Montessori teacher for a while, and I went to Montessori school, and it was really good because the teacher there was called Liz, and she was really into Irish, so I learned a lot of Irish words, and there was like. Some Irish words really remind me of being a small, like, ossel for some reason. Do you know, like, animal yeah. words, like, yeah, copple? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had look for a mouse. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I just saw that, I was like, oh, I know that. I know these or words. Or, like, im. Yeah. Do you know, like, yeah. just little words like that where there'd little be a picture words. of butter, a butter yeah. dish and then underneath it'd be, like, in Comic Sans, im. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah. It's just an easy 
I actually, uh, sidebar, I used to really diss Comic Sans all the time, but then I realised it's one of the most um, used fonts for people that have like accessibility issues online and stuff. Oh, and right. like so dyslexia. Like extra legible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other ones you can use, but um, I think that's why it's used a lot. So well, I'm I mean, trying not to rag on it as much. If you can use, fucking use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Mm. But um, yeah, I was using it. It reminded me of... um. Do you know, like listening tests and stuff in secondary school and yes. big black tape recorder, you know, the, oh, like yeah. a box. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a word that Duolingo in its early stages is obsessed with. And I don't think I ever actually learned it in school, but Duolingo treats it as like a foundational <laughs> word in the Irish language, which is uh, porton. Porton. Oh, for, yes. For crab. For crab. Did you not know porton? I don't think so. It didn't strike anything in me. But like, You didn't have Duolingo... like a book with like a picture of the beach of like porton. Porton, like... yeah. I mean, maybe once. Ganyev. <laughs> but like if you believe Duolingo, you're basically watching boys eat crabs for most of your life. In the fridge. It, yeah. That's kind of what most <laughs> people I'd love to watch boys is. eat crabs. <laughs> Depends on the boy. I suppose it's a handy word to have in like a, an, SDI, an SDI conversation if you're like... Oh my to, actual God. Oh, yeah. So uh, port down, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> well, port down. Well, you know, port down. Port down? Yeah. How... What would is there like a better translation? I don't know. There's children, like like, like you said. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, just you wait for motherfucker after dark. Oh my god, oh. we're gonna solve nice. crimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, 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 it was by, by dark. The Buffy by dark. And what was what was the late? Uh, they had a they had a late one from Night Rider as well, didn't they? There was Baywatch Nights. Baywatch, Baywatch Nights. Nights. Yeah, where they did solve crimes. Was they it N I T E S? I, uh, oh. No, it was well, G-H-T-S. A missed opportunity. But they were in different fonts, two words. Knights was like neon and... Oh my God, yeah, fun. Like a graffiti tag. Yeah. Gorge. Yeah. Does um, anybody remember Silk Stockings? I do. Silk yes. Stockings, yeah. And, yeah. David Duchovny was the narrator and they were solving sexy crimes. Mm. Fun story about Silk Stockings. The uh, people who wrote it were the act who had to... Um, they were a double act who played after the Beatles and the Ed Sullivan show and it ruined their career. Really? Ah. Shit one for them. But then they, they yeah. came, they came they, back fighting. They formed their own legacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As in, that was, they were expecting it to be their big break and it turned out, yeah, that, that um, it's like people were still cheering from the last act. And <gasps> that makes desperate. me sad. But hey, we got silk stockings for it, so that's mm. that. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, and the actual gamification of language mm. in Julian, how did you find that, the, um, the idea of streaks and things? I liked it. Sometimes I found it was a bit of pressure and sometimes losing a streak made me sad. Yes. And, um, what was the longest streak you up. had took from you by the Porton? Um, <laughs> my longest streak probably wasn't even that long. Maybe maybe like 12 days or something like that. Did you get scolded by the owl? Yeah, I did. The owl was really rude and kind of like crossed a few lines with me, to be honest. How the owl? The, well, the, see the midnight cut off thing keeps on throwing me off so my, all my streaks are like two days yeah. so I'll do something at midnight and then do it again that evening yeah. and then do mm-hmm. it not again until midnight days, exactly like, yeah. I'm like please just let me put in when I go to sleep and that would be the daytime because <laughs> you're an owl you're a nocturnal owl you should be allowed <laughs> you know like give me you some 3am at least you're up I'm up we don't know it's still <laughs> Tuesday like, you don't believe in regular human time anyway. yeah mm-hmm. go get a look for yourself you maybe be <laughs> my, my wife lost the streak of a bit it was about 200 days and, just, and it was just like that she just like oh, I'll do it in 10 minutes I'll do it in 10 minutes and yeah. it went past midnight and I'd actually ball. over yeah. and that judgmental feathered little bollocks like he is he is a harsh little Okavon but the, in a way where it's like he's friendly about it which I think I love that we've all decided it's him he like what a prick we actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I think because yeah, I, I find if I'm giving out about an, about an anthropomorphic animal and I don't like the anthropomorphic animal, I'm more likely to identify it as male. That's hilarious. Mm, yeah. <laughs> as in, if I start, yeah, if I feel if I'm giving out about the anthropomorphic animal and I assign a female identity to it, then I suddenly feel that I'm, I'm, I'm you know. I get it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This is the constant struggle for woke white males, like yeah. the three of us. It must like, be we really don't hard be, for you guys. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't want to be overheard complaining about oh that bitch that stuck up little bitch. Stupid owl bitch. Is your but the, the fact that the owl is an interrupting know-it-all makes it male. That's a there is, very uh, true. I, I'm always expecting the owl to go, well, actually. Mm. Yeah, uh, actually, that, there's a shape over there. Yeah. <laughs> you, I was sliding on. into your yeah. DMs. <laughs> Palette picks. Oh, my God. Please. Just want to start a debate here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we listen to both sides. I I mean, you you know, you say you like Duolingo, but in, in this tweet you said this, so we just want to talk about that. You know, devil's advocate. I just want to quote tweet you instead of replying to myself. <laughs> to make myself look better. The Duolingo L would do all of these things. Yeah. I, just, mm. I definitely think he would do all of these things. But I think his, like, his heart's probably in the right place. I don't think he's like a, a creeper. I think he just doesn't have any boundaries. And mm-hmm. it's important to him to, for you to do well. But yeah. he doesn't realise you've got this stuff going on in your life. He's yeah. kind of he'd, he's, he'd accidentally snitch tag people without realising the, the, con- the The repercussions yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he when he like encourages you for getting five in a row right you're like well I wasn't doing it for you I'm just doing my own thing <laughs> I don't need yeah, Thanks I don't for need, saying I don't, that you're I don't part of me I don't know you. Thank you I'm doing this myself <laughs> Yeah and, yeah. The, and to the flip side of that is when, he, when you do really well and there's no acknowledgement at all mm-hmm. Oh yeah no I, I do like I still want the encouragement I'm just, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's needy I'm very needy well. I'm very needy we know this. This is why I started a podcast. Um, <laughs> so people would talk to me. Um, so the, gosh, um, that's that's painful. I, I, I relate to Everyone just that. got very quiet. <laughs> I just the, go on other people's podcasts yeah. because I'm needy and lazy. Yeah. But the, um, so the Irish obviously for, for an owl is Ulkaban, which means white beard. But there are some other um, Irish names for owls, which are also pretty fun. One of which is Kian Koch, which is a cat's head because it looks in the shadow like a cat's head. And the other one is Screcho Grelga. Screcho Grelga. Love That's it. That's my favourite. Shrill Graveyard Bird. Wow. Which is an aesthetic. It's absolutely yeah. an aesthetic. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could stop tone policing the graveyard bird. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to talk to the graveyard bird. I think mm. if it was the Duolingo graveyard bird, I'd tone police it <laughs> to the I, end. Don't I, be so I just shrill. think if the, if, the <laughs> gra- if the graveyard bird engaged us more respectfully, they might win the uh, referendum. You need to make <laughs> friends on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I tell that graveyard bird. Yeah, the I think referendum if, is yeah. bound to lose unless it uh, elects a graveyard. The, the graveyard bird, bird <laughs> is is isolating the middle ground. Oh my god! <laughs> middle Ireland hasn't heard from the graveyard bird. No, I think if you were in a graveyard at night and you saw what you thought was a cat's head, and then it flew at you at speed, screaming, screaming, mm. that would be the worst thing that would ever happen to you. I would I, say I would be like that is class, and I'm telling everyone about that. <laughs> and I'm going to get a tattoo of it on my back. <laughs> I love owls. When I, my sister was born, you know, when you're little and I was the oldest kid and like your parents give you like a small token, like your sister got you this, like a present. I got my first watch when I was seven and I got a big book about owls. Nice. Fantastic. I love owls. But the Duolingo owl is, I have a strained relationship with him. He's arguably your least favorite owl. Mm, I think so. My favorite owl is any owl that Don Conroy draws. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. The owl master. Yes, completely. I think one of my my favorite tweets ever, ever was you come to. Oh my God, Alan's tweet. Yeah, you come yeah. to me on this the day of my daughter's wedding and ask me to draw you an owl, <laughs> Don Conroy. Yeah. Like, I actually like that. I was thinking about that the other week. Actually, 
I mean, I'll never top it. And it's it's so limited in scope. But both of your top tweets yeah. are bird related. Yeah. They're actually. Mm-hmm. Birds or capitalism are the or same numbers. Yeah. That's what the quote tweet did you see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Growth hack. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to, to brought that kind of language onto this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any favorite? Duolingo is famous for its wacky example sentences. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorites? Um, I got the woman is in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And that was like, in what sense? But, but do you remember it is what it is, Oscar? Okay. Ta on Vance the Kushner. Yay! <laughs> yes. it's, a, it's important to wrap. Ra- ra- by, 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 by the way, this is not a visual medium, so I need to tell everyone that you dabbed. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, it's important to remember that for a lot of people think that there's something scary about the woman being in the fridge, but if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know, the fridge can be quite big and you can yeah. literally walk inside a fridge, walk around, get some port on, come back into the, <laughs> into the kitchen. Or the owl is a serial killer. That's what I, that's what I, because I listen to a lot of true crime stuff. So I was like, oh my God, I'm Van Vucht. Like, she's <laughs> in smithereens. But when I worked in a supermarket, um, I was like a teen, from like, from like 16, Arkeen, Arkeen Quality Arkeen Food Store, Waterfront, wow. uh, Boutique Don't Supermarket. Don't want a hospital buy. Yeah, why? Oh, yeah. I'll buy. Um, <laughs> but I used to work in the off license there um, and when I was like teen in college weekends, I used to be hungover every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I would go down into the back before we open up because it opened at half 12 on a Sunday. So and I'd be in at 12. So for that half hour, I would go and go to the walk-in freezer and just stand in there and it would help with a hangover. You just oh, stand in a freezer mm, nice. and it kind of just slows down your cells or something so you just stop what feeling as much. What if you that way though? Think about that. Just standing in a freezer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Pretty cool way to <laughs> It is a pretty cool way to die. Cool? Oh. Ooh, I get it. Thanks, That's guys. like a He-Man sass line. <laughs> <laughs> or like um, Mr. Freeze in that Batman movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It is a cool way to die. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one I remember you. the most. Chill out. Because <laughs> <laughs> the actually the funny thing about it when Batman for that Batman one came out and one of Mister Freeze's line had already been a McBain line. <gasps> no, yeah. I think it was was ice to meet you. Oh, when he first said it, the statue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe before uh, we might go through one or two of yes. the fun Duolingo example yes. sentences. Maybe Alan, you'll start off with this one. Um, call me Bonjarg Aram Gaidin. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the last word meant. I'm sorry. We wear pink on Wednesdays. Oh, okay, okay Katie. Sorry. Which Go. is Mean Girls. Yeah. Stunning. I love like, that some developer was like, "I'm going to put some gas." I'm put thing. a yeah. Mean Girls thing in the Colleen Donna. I think it yeah. showed pretty comprehensively that my reading Irish is much better than my like listening <laughs> Irish. There, so didn't recognize a day of the week. Tom Gyrig get chalked. Winter is coming. coming. Oh. Ah. Did I, say, did I say any of that right? You, uh, yeah, on yeah. Givra. 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 Hmm. Givra, Chuck. You said yeah, everything else. I had bad Irish teachers. I'm going to dent to them. The, but the Waterford, Giver, Waterford Irish dialect has been neglected in schools. Yeah, because it's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dirsha Bla is there, bleh. There were, um, this there, is a Hiberno English one. There, <laughs> She's giving out. I didn't realise that. Could you, but could you imagine if you were like, if you were an American trying to reconnect with your Irish history yeah. and learn Irish and you wouldn't know what giving out means? You no. Know, like, he's like, is she putting out? Like, awesome. <laughs> no. That's not what it means. I got, yeah. I got some great ones doing um, uh, doing, doing Spanish Duolingo. Mm. I got like Tango Un Pato Benito. I have a lovely duck. Oh, <laughs> happy for that person. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I was doing a bit of German as well on it because, like, 
Basically, ambition Deutsch. Yeah, ambition Deutsch. Eine kleine Vision. Eine kleine Vision. Um, mm-hmm. I studied German and Irish to degree level in, in university. So mm. basically what I like to do is I like to go into a lingo occasionally and just see how high I test to get a sense of smugness. Where you are, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's just smugness. I have no interest in finding out what level I'm actually at, but just validation by how like, I'm skipping eight of these. Yeah, it's class. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of doing number nine, but I skipped yeah. eight. But there, there was one I got when I was doing it, and it was um, Der Bär trägt ihre Kleider. Oh my which is God. the bear wears her clothes. Yeah. That's fucking sinister. Does the bear wear her clothes? Is it a female bear or is the bear wearing her clothes? Who is the woman that he that no, no, they gee, just it's, ate? It's definitely, it's her clothes. Yeah. It's a third person. Oh this is God. the thing. Yeah, 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 because, yeah. because the English language doesn't have a date of case, you can get these kinds of confusions. Recently, someone said, I think uh, that um, Wilhelm likes watching porn with animals. And it isn't clear whether he likes the way porn and the animals are in the porn or if he has a or dog in, sitting next to him when he's watching I mean, it. both are. Both are awful. Yeah. Both are awful. Wilhelm needs to look at himself either way. Yeah. That should be clear yeah. in German, though, because yeah. uh, it, it would be a modal verb. So it depends on where the um, mit tira, mit tieren sits mm-hmm. in the sentence. Which one was it, Derek? <laughs> we'll never know. What class of pervert is Wilhelm? I don't want to know anything about Wilhelm. Uh, did I pronounce that right? You did. Tell what? Kaijan. Kaijan. Standards. Oh yeah, it's a, It's one of those two lingo sentences, you know. You think that, that the owl is kind of uh, sassing you. <laughs> the owl is like a it's a sassy little bench. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you try this one. Goddamn, oh, come right. on. <laughs> Ta'an cut or on tour. <laughs> that's just a classic Duolingo that's, situation. That's yeah. Duolingo, yeah, the cat is on the turtle. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they give you like rejected words that you don't use, and yeah. um, they always make sense because the cat could also be in trouble if it's on the turtle, and it could be in residence on the turtle as well. Troublingly, a twelve-month residency on yeah. the turtle. Aaron Turtle. I would watch that Vine. I think. Oh, absolutely. Oh, cat, cat and a turtle. You try this one better. It's about six seconds of hilarity. Yeah. Right there. And no more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Uh, <laughs> Ní alter bjór er la éile fádraig. Something beer, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I don't know. Alter. We don't drink beer yeah, on don't Patrick's drink Day. Beer on Patrick's Day. Beer is yeah. not drunk on St. Patrick's Day. That's a, did you know, what? That's Braga? Is that false? That's Braga. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> that's did, you know, did you know that St. Patrick's Day used to be a day of, of, of absence? Yeah. It used to be a dry day it's in Ireland until the 60s. <gasps> hmm. That's mad. Yeah, you used to not be able to get a pint on Paddy's Day. Now it's nothing but Tossu egg on Borton. Tossu egg on Borton. Damn right. <laughs> Does the crab have juice or is the crab on steroids? I, I think it's, it's more like juice as in a kind of an attitude to life. Or goth. Oh yes, yeah. absolutely. The crab. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I have goss yeah. about the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come over to you sideways and tell you. <laughs> Typical crab giving it all that. <laughs> Just, they crabs use their hands a lot when they're talking. Mm-hmm. They do. Oh, this one's definitely for you. They're Italian. <laughs> Ooh, Nilan Kat Dana. Dana? Dana? Or Dana? Dana. D A O N N A. Yeah. 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 Nilan Kat Dana. Dana. The cat is not human. The cat is not human. That, I'm glad we clarified. Yeah. You know, it, it's that you're in Disneyland or something. You're saying, oh, this is clearly an outfit. Let's just pull the head back. No, that's no, no. I think, I think that's, that's for our perverted German friend Wilhelm. Yeah, yeah. for Wilhelm. The cat is not human. Remember <laughs> we do not, that. We do not make sex with the cat. <laughs> That reminds me of oh, something like that would, some yeah. character would say in Twin Peaks. The, the cat, cat is, is not, not human. human. And then they just walk away and you never see them some again. Some damn fine yeah. coffee. This, this, is re- this is related to, this is another Wilhelm one. Olin Pohl, Fien, Riven Got. Okay. The, so so, so, so this, this is ambiguous because Olin Pohl, Fien, Riven Got. 
Paul drinks wine before the cat. Yeah. Now, that could be like before of. the cat gets his stinking hands on the wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you're right, Alan, it could yeah. be in front of, in front of the cat, which is probably more realistically. And probably better for the animal's welfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less for its mental health. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm enjoying this nice, enjoying this nice wine, but you're not human. You can't have any. Oh, yeah. It sounds something like a dowager would complain about about Paul. He drinks Paul. he drinks wine before the cat. <laughs> we do not drink wine before the cat why in this you, house. Why did you dismiss Paul, Countess? <laughs> he drank, drank wine, wine before, before the cat. Tal Ukras Aaron Ungar. What? Aaron Ungar. The country of Hungary is it's hung- hungry. It's hungry. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> that wasn't funny until I translated it. <laughs> you remember the rhyme from school, hungry got hungry, took a bit of turkey, fried in Greece and ate in France. <gasps> I remember that, but only just now. That's like, do you want to go, it brings stuff back, like weird stuff that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the language you're learning. Because I remember that was supposed to be some way of remembering kind of how the Crimean War got started or some stuff like that, or if it was World War I. I, I don't know. The, I fact, that I can't remember, the fact that I can't remember what it's supposed to remember me, remind me of An says it all. An excellent teaching method. Clearly. <laughs> hungry, hungry, ate a bit of turkey, fried it in Greece and ate it in France. Was that it? Japan. Japan. Fried it in Japan. 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 That's very, very good. So, okay. like if the English or the... If you started with the Irish and then okay. give us a tell. Kalim Aaron Mala Gok Inya. Liam is on the wall every, every Friday? Friday. I sleep on the wall every Friday. Oh, Liam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. Liam. There is a father there, yeah. I've kind of forgot there was fathers in... The, those uh, suffixes that's something I yeah. think has just gone so yeah. it kept on put, tricking me up when it got Duolingo because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff was just coming back to me straight away Great stuff. but little grammatical things aren't there like a lot of the vocab is just in there and it's, yeah. it's, it's just it's just a matter of dragging it out but mm-hmm. grammar seems to fall away faster I think yeah mm-hmm. that's the same yeah. with me completely and one so, of the things that Duolingo does wrong and and it, it actually it makes it more accessible and it makes it easier is that it forgives you it doesn't count as a mistake when you forget a father but yeah, like, it should. We've, yeah, it should. Because mm-hmm. like, we've had discussions on this yeah. show. There's a huge big difference between a gehakaka and a gehakaka. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, a gehakaka eating cake, mm. a gehakaka eating shit. Well, Fathers are important, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, and before we wrap up, do you think your experience using Duolingo might encourage you to try a pop of Gaelic sometime? Um, I'd, I'd be intimidated, but I would like to try because I think I um have a bit more practice now. Clockta. Clockta. Hey. 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 Nice. Nice, nice application of learning. Thank you. You took Airfad. I think, yeah, I definitely going to keep it up anyway. I'm not as far along as Alan, and my base level was lower to start with, but mm-hmm. I am definitely going to keep going and try to get like a three day streak. That's Ooh. my big ambition. Hey, listen, dream big. Dream yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. That's it's my uh, 2018 bucket list. Listen, just so. if you're coming to the pop up, just, just do a bit of rave all or pre drinking. Mm-hmm. And then just make sure you uh, arrive up nice and greased and you're mm-hmm. just not going to care. You just mm-hmm. won't care. Yeah. You will use, you'll be, hey, Tom Cotter and Turter. <laughs> and everybody will be like, yay. Mm-hmm. Then be like, and oh, he said it again. <laughs> and that's all he's saying. Okay, no, good. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, come on, just say the line. Say the line. You want to hear this? You want to hear this? Say the line. Alan has this great line. <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap up there there for today. But thank you so much, Alan Alan, for joining us on the show today. Thanks it's been for having us. us. Yeah. And thank you again, Patter, for coming along and sharing your expertise with us, as always. Absolutely. My yeah, pleasure. Thank you. This absolutely counts as me doing Juvenalia. Boom! <laughs> we'll see you. In there. So you can find Juvenalia on the Headstuff Podcast Network next to Mother Folklore. Um, not alphabetically, but somewhere <laughs> spiritually. Spiritually, <laughs> yes. Emotionally. Spiritually, I think. So um, before we wrap up, um, do you have a favorite, favorite Irish word you'd like to share? I like Driacht. Mm-hmm. And I also like Navsplach. Oh, nice. Ooh. 
Yeah, they're my two faves. Uh, it's a, the one. My favorite is a word I learned from your book, which is Klagorok. Oh, which I love because oh, nice. I love onomatopoeias. That's a really good onomatopoeia. I think so. It's a nice. It's all big vowels. I love it. It's really it is. Word. It's just nice rain whacking against the roof. And yeah. It's, just, uh, it's particularly it's a nice feeling when you're when you're on your other side of mm-hmm. the window. Mm-hmm. On a Velux. <laughs> on a Velux. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a slant from me. Slant, why don't Slan. Slan. Catch you next time. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Your mic isn't turned. No, my mic isn't turned on. The whole time? Yeah. Oh, shit.